Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's Michael Tipper, and today I want to continue the journey I started yesterday, which was I set in train the decision to start focusing on understanding more about the growth mindset, what it is, how I can develop it, um, and the things that I can do to apply it in certainly developing my productivity skills. So in today's episode, I want to give a bit of background to what growth mindset is and where it's come from. So the pioneer in this field is a lady called Carol Dweck, who's a psychologist professor from Harvard University. And her book, Mindset, which is the million bestseller on the topic, has set the tone on what growth mindset is all about. Now, the origins of her work comes from the research that she did with children. But even though a lot of that initial research was based on children, the relevance to adults can't be underestimated. And what has played out in an environment with kids, I have seen played out in numerous adult environments as well. So it is definitely relevant to us as adults. So a great place to start to understand what the growth mindset is about is Carol Dweck's TED talk. Um, I will be going into her book and diving deeper into that, but I thought I'd just go and have a look at a quick summary of that. And I will put the link to her TED talk in the show notes. But in her TED talk, she talks about the power of the word yet, or more specifically, the phrase not yet. And that phrase has had a profound influence on the work that she has done in this field and she read of a study done with high school kids in Chicago where they had to pass a number of classes in order to graduate but those who had yet to do that were given the grade of not yet and when she realized the implications of that it set in train her activities to explore that in greater depth. And her early research was done with kids and what she did, she posed a bunch of kids some really difficult and challenging tasks and looked at the children's behaviour in that environment. And what she identified is there were two groups of kids. There were those who she called as having a growth mindset. And these are the kids who relish the challenge. And these were kids who were excited by the opportunity. These were the kids who persisted through the problems they were given, trying much, much longer than anyone else. And they fundamentally had a belief that their abilities could be developed and they would learn how to do something. The other group are those she labelled having a fixed mindset. And these are the kids who gave up very, very easily when faced with a problem they couldn't initially do. Um, they were kids who felt threatened by this potential judgment on their abilities. If they couldn't do it, it was a damning indictment of their abilities. And they felt their abilities were fixed. So she identified those two groups of people. Now, what's really interesting is that she managed to, once she identified and could, uh, could identify who had a growth, who had a fixed mindset. There was some research done where they scanned the brains of these kids 
when they were faced with a potential or faced with an actual error. She didn't describe in detail what it was, but they were just experiencing having made an error. And what the brain scan showed was that there was absolutely no activity at all in the brains of the kids with a fixed mindset. They just ignored it. Whereas the kids with the growth mindset, their brains lit up because of them being completely absorbed by this experience. What could they learn from it? So it comes from research done with kids. Now, if you, I don't have kids. I have done a lot of work with kids and I suppose all the people I work with in the leadership space are just big kids. A key recommendation she makes about how do you develop the abilities in children is to praise their effort, to praise their perseverance, to, pra to praise the time they put in to doing something as opposed to the results that they get. Our society has for a long time focused on looking at the grades that kids get in their exams and that is a bit of a problem because everyone is focused on that result when really it's about the effort that goes into that result where the power comes from and what she has found in her research is by praising the effort greater levels of result are achieved by doing that rather than focusing on praising the result itself. My friend Steve Marrett, who I've mentioned before in another podcast episode, has this fabulous iceberg model where at the tip of the iceberg is the results that, in this terms, organisations get. It might be sales, it might be production, it might be safety levels. But that's the target and most reward systems, most motivational systems, most management systems will focus on that as being the result. But underneath the, the waterline, the lower part of the iceberg, the bigger chunk of it is where all the effort goes. And if that's ignored, then it's a possibility that the results could be jeopardised. And sometimes results that are achieved uh, or results aren't achieved, even though significant effort has gone in. And what the research is showing is that the consistent praising and positive reinforcement of efforts, of persistence, of discipline, for example, creates an environment where the success is more likely than just focusing on the success. And we've seen that in the work we've done in the leadership space where we have had organisations who've shifted their focus from the results onto the effort. And I can think of one story specifically of a plant manager at a processing facility I've worked at in this country where the, ma the plant manager took away the production targets and just focused on positively reinforcing the behaviours that contributed to those targets. Many thought he was crazy because his whole um, reward system for himself and his KPIs were on production levels. But what he found by just focusing on the right behaviours and reinforcing them, he exceeded his production levels. So that's just an example of how you can start to use some of this information to create greater levels of performance. Now, whenever I'm running a seminar and I'm introducing the fixed and growth mindset principles to 
an audience, I'll put two flip charts up. One's written in red, representing fixed mindset. One's written in green, representing growth mindset. And on the flip chart are the same five phrases or words. The words challenge, obstacles, effort, failure, and others' success. And the only difference between the two flip charts, aside from the colour, is how each mindset will deal with those challenges. Let me just go through each one of those just to give you an insight or at least an overview of what the difference between the two mindsets are. So let's take challenges. Someone with a growth mindset, just like the kids in Carol Dweck's research, they will embrace challenges because they see it as an opportunity to learn and grow. A fixed mindset person, they will avoid them because they believe their abilities are fixed and they can't, um, they can't expand them or develop them. If they're faced with something that is a challenge, it means they can't do it. Therefore, they won't want to threaten their status of their abilities by trying something challenge that challenges it. Um, obstacles. A growth mindset person will persist through obstacles because they'll find their way through it. A fixed mindset person will give up because if it doesn't come, if the answer doesn't come straight away, then they can't do it. They can't learn. So let's go and do something they can do. Effort is a key thing. A fixed mindset person thinks effort is pointless because if they can't do it, then there's no point putting effort in because they can't do it. So they'll go and do something that they can do. Whereas a growth mindset person realizes that effort is the path to mastery. They might not be able to do it now, but if they're with practice, they will be able to do it. And this is where Carol Dweck's not yet. I can't do it yet, but I will be able to. It's that approach. Now, failure is an interesting thing. I've already talked about the the impact on brain scans there. Um, a fixed mindset person will avoid useful feedback by doing something, getting it wrong. Whereas a growth mindset person will take that as feedback. I didn't, this didn't work. Let me find something that does. And finally, others' success. This is where I've seen it probably manifest the most in organizations is the fixed mindset person will be threatened by other success. I've worked in an organization where the, the team I was responsible for was achieving some significant success and yet colleagues in the same department in the same field were constantly backbiting and sniping and our delivery mechanism for what we were doing was first rate. We had no problems whatsoever and it was smooth. It was a joy and I think I've mentioned this before in previous episodes. A growth mindset person would come and find out what we did. How did you do that? What are you doing? How does that work? I want the same thing. Tell me about it. Whereas fixed mindset people threatened by it and will try and shoot it down. And it's been really interesting to see that. So that's just a quick overview of the differences between a fixed and growth mindset. And I think it's important to look at the implications of that in terms of developing productivity. So productivity is a skill. We aren't born with it. Uh, we're born with everything that gets in the way of it, funnily enough. But to become more productive is a skill. And so if you have a fixed mindset and you're trying to be productive and you find struggle, you can't do it, then you'll think, well, that's just who I am. I won't bother. A growth mindset person will embrace that. Um, the challenge with developing your productivity is that you will over, you'll encounter difficulties. Already in just the 54, 55 days I've been doing this, I have encountered difficulties that I've had to face and deal with. 
it would be quite easy for someone with a fixed mindset to just give up and go, oh, no, why bother? In order to develop my abilities, I'm having to adapt. I'm having to adopt a growth mindset approach. Um, the other thing about fixed mindset people is that if they are find themselves struggling to do something, they will avoid doing it because it's a threat to their identity of whatever they feel their ability is at the moment. So growth mindset is absolutely fundamental to developing your ability to get even more done or to have a better work-life balance because if you don't have those things now, you've got to do things differently. You've got to learn new skills. And if you believe your skills and talents are fixed, then you won't put the effort in. But if you believe that you can grow and that you're not there yet, then you're more likely to persist and do what's necessary. So that's today's short introduction on the difference between a fixed and growth mindset. It's a fascinating body of knowledge and research that, has, has, that is around that I'm looking at. But what's been more fascinating is seeing the impacts of these principles on my own life where I realized that I had a, a fixed mindset in terms of the way I approach things. And it's been quite interesting to see that. And it shocked me when I discovered it because I've, uh, just in my office now as I'm recording this, there are over 200 books. Um, I've got rid of 200 more that I've had to get rid of a few years ago. So I'm reading, I'm constantly learning, constantly striving. So to discover that my behaviours were of a fixed mindset was quite a shock to me. And this is why I'm so passionate, or another reason why I'm so passionate about um, exploring this and making sure that I develop a growth mindset. So that's today's episode, and until tomorrow.